0: This is Design Safe Radio, where natural hazards researchers strive to make our society more resilient to everything nature throws at us.
1: There's a whole host of kind of uh, experimental testing kind of that's going on, that'll be going on shortly to try to see what the design of, of niche may need to look like. So for example, there's experiments going on at the University of Miami, I think starting this month on some aspects of the water. And I I don't, I'm not involved in that part of the project. So I don't exactly know what's going on, but this is the type of things that are going on in in my space. And the reason why uh, I was asked to be on the project is to see if, you know, we could potentially simulate some aspects of these non-synoptic winds, like you mentioned, right? So things like thunderstorms, thunderstorm winds, things like tornado-like winds.
2: Could we non-synoptic basically means like shorter time scale stuff, like yeah, know, that's right,
1: shorter time and hours space. or days, but seconds minute. Yeah. Yeah. minutes. Exactly, exactly. And so the winds, thunderstorms, and tornadoes as as events or as storms fall into that space. And so the winds generated from them, you know, generally are over small time and space scales, right? Like a tornado, it doesn't last very long. Uh, it, it happens over a small spatial dimension, and so we need to kind of understand. Again, like we talked about earlier, how these how these um, how these events impact structures differently than what we've assumed all these years in, in wind engineering, and so you know they they had asked me you know hey can we simulate some aspects of, of these winds in what amounts to basically a straight line wind tunnel right? There's specialized tornado simulators that that can generate vortices and and things can be studied specifically for those types of facilities, and so. That's what that's what uh, on my end we're trying to figure out now. So we're we're starting. I think next week we'll start to run experiments in the University of Florida boundary layer wind tunnel, right? Which is which is also an area facility, to see if we can generate some vortex like flow through essentially what is a straight line straight line wind tunnel. Um, and you know it, some of the computational simulations suggest that yeah we we can, but I think we're we're kind of really. Uh, looking to the results of the experimental testing to see if it, it's actually possible. It's that something we can do. Um, another thing, too, is like not just a vortex uh, in the tunnel, but also things like wind profiles, like so the, how the profiles So typically in wind engineering, you know, the atmospheric boundary layer, we assume that it, it increases monotonically with height, the wind speed in things like thunderstorms, uh, tornadoes, that's not the case. A lot of times, the highest wind speed is right near the ground, and then it kind of tapers tapers off after that. So the question is, can we can we try to recreate profiles that look like that in you know, what essentially is a, a straight line wind tunnel? And so mm. that's another aspect of of the investigation that that I'm working on uh, in in you know, one aspect of the experimental testing that's going on, in addition to all the other wind and water experiments that that we'll look at to help inform the the eventual the eventual niche design so but I'm, I'm excited about it i'm really excited about the team uh a lot of expertise in in various areas and and really not even from the scientific and technical perspective which is which is obviously exciting but also the potential down the road uh, you know if this thing ever gets actually built all the other potential uh with a facility like niche uh the societal benefits things like bringing stakeholders in uh to help us understand which experiments need to be run? Uh, you know, again, you know, for me and for a lot of other people, the goal is really to mitigate the impacts of natural hazards on structures, and you know, at least this first design phase gives us the opportunity to investigate how to do that. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. We were we just got back from uh, a Natural Science Foundation conference for research infrastructure, so mid scale on up, and it was really exciting talking about niche there and thinking about some of the. The opportunities there and looking at examples of this done really well, things like the National Magnet Lab that does a great job with outreach and engaging stakeholders and showing how their research affects daily life. Um, but seeing some, you know, thinking about even the existing NERI facilities, but then going in a niche, how amazing it's going to be to be able to showcase um, uh, exactly the research capabilities, but also bring in everyone from high school science class to a senator. And show how you know this work and the work of all the research teams that are going through affect the daily life and mitigate mitigating the effects of these extreme events. So it's going to be really cool.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you. I, I honestly, you know, I've been studying windstorms for a while, but the outreach and impact, the societal impact, is I, I think the most important point and the hardest. It's the hardest to do. We need to be able to reach the public, uh, really to, you know, inform them of the the benefits of of doing mitigation and the the risks that are there, I I think that's really a challenging part. And if we don't do that part, a lot of the stuff that we do on the technical side is just, you know, it's it's ultimately, it, it, it has very little impact. Right.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of Design Safe Radio. Be sure to like and subscribe on whatever platform you happen to be listening to this on. It really helps people find our show. Thanks to our amazing sponsors, the National Science Foundation and the NARI Network Coordination Office, which is award number 2129782. Big thank you to Marty Lachance, our guest booker and topic researcher extraordinaire, and Raquel Ruiz, who is our video and audio editor. I'm your host and NARI Facility Scheduling and Operations Coordinator, Dan Zahner. We'll see you in the next episode. Until then, stay resilient.